Real Talk, episode 39. I'm Todd. This is AJ. Hello. And we're back. We are back. That's my catchphrase. Every single week. Yep. I don't know why I keep saying it like it's a surprise. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, every week we're still on, I think it's a surprise. So, hey, 39 episodes deep, as they say in the cool parts of town. That's right. We're hip. Yep. So, uh, what is Real Talk? You know the drill, but just in case you're new, I'll let you know Real Talk's mm. an opportunity. Um... For us to discuss some questions that people have posed about life, God, the Bible, faith, what it is to be a Christian, how we mix those, and sometimes the tough questions that maybe we feel uncomfortable about talking, uncomfortable talking about, excuse me, um, in person, what are you doing? In person or uh, in, a, in a church setting, typical church setting. So that's what this is about. Up above, you're going to see two links. One is www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. If you click that link, it will open up a form fillable box. You type a question in, hit submit, and that question will go directly into our database, completely anonymous. We couldn't find you if we tried. We've tried many times. Also up above, you will see another link, www.theremnant.life/give. Listen, if there are someone who watches these regularly, and we know there's probably 200 people at least mm -hmm. uh, who watch this specific Real Talk um, live way more, mm -hmm. but this specific episode... So we're assuming that some of you guys either enjoy this or you get um, some benefit out of it. So if you would want to support our ministry, you can click that link, www.theremit.life/give, hit the drop-down box, go down to Real Talk, enter in your information, and it's completely tax-deductible. Go directly back into this ministry. Amen, brother. So I apologize for the strange ways I was saying things, but he was doing things uh, by looking at me strangely. I feel like this... The spiel we do at the beginning has become fun for me because I feel like I'm an airline. Uh, what do you call those directing people? people? Uh, what is it? Stewardess. Uh, is I'm that what they're called? Things. What are they called? The people, uh, the people who actually oh, in the plane. Yeah, yeah that's and they do like they do like the seatbelt stuff yeah, in the beginning. That's called a stewardess. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what I feel like, and it's a fun. Or time. air airplane attendant or something. Oh, flight attendant. Flight attendant. That's what it is. It's hey, a flight attendant. I use the, the term from the 1950s called stewardess. They <laughs> <laughs> don't even use it anymore. Is that where I'm from? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Gosh, so, dang it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it is a spiel. I feel like the people that watch this regularly probably zoom right through that. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's a new person watching right now. That's I right. did that for you. We appreciate you. Yep. Thanks for checking us out. Hey, thank you. Mm, I'm gonna take a drink too. Me too. So, that being said, real quick announcement. I need to make this clear. Um, we would. We're, we're running out of questions. Yes, we are. So we're 800. Oh, I can tell you right now. Should I do it? Yeah, let's do it. 800. Let's and, give them an idea of how many questions we've been asked. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and answered. That's, that's uh, wild. Except, well, actually, we've answered the jerky ones too. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, 899. Huh? Wow. Weird. Hey, the next person to ask a question, you get to be question 900. Lucky 900. So we we need to. Uh, not a not a thing. So what we need to do is have you guys go ahead and ask some questions, shoot that in. Could also be topical. Maybe it's not a specific question, but it's like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, dating. What's up with that? You know, mm -hmm. whatever. Because that's probably how you'd say it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, feel free to that. answer some or shoot some questions in there. Um, we definitely get some during our live episode. I oh, keep yeah. referencing that. If you are new, I'll say it at the end in case you don't listen to the end. Which why wouldn't you? But we do go live every Thursday at 9 p.m. till. We don't really know when until yeah, the crowd fades. So right. we have a good time. You'd be joining 800, 900,000 people that come that's, in and tune in and watch it. That's, that's a real crazy. fact. Yep. Not always live, but that's that's how many people view it. So mm -hmm. um, it's a good time. Oh, so we, uh, time. we answer those questions as well during that time. But we like to start this out 
with just a little, it's not really a segment. We just like to see how our week's going. So you're not going to ask me later because you never do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do but my best this I'm week. I'm going to say, how's your week going? It's going pretty good. Um, that's actually one thing I've noticed. Quick side note. I always start this by saying it's going pretty good, and then I go like this like super depressing topic. <laughs> I was thinking that about myself. Yep, today, I'm, like, I'm like, oh yeah, it's good, but not. But, but it's good. <laughs> anyways, good um, is bad. Get that off. I've had this idea um, in my head lately, and I was actually reading Daniel. So I had this. So I had a weird day yesterday because I, I I was working. Uh, at shoes and oh, I can't say that. At Ooh, at the local town. shoe store. I was shoe I was town. working at the at shoe town. <laughs> <laughs> I was working anyway. at shoe town, and then I actually left there, and then I had like a three or four hour window, and then I had to go back to shoe town. <laughs> I can't handle calling shoe town. Hey, that's what its name is. <sighs> and so I did like it's kind of like Not a split like you shift. Made it, up. <laughs> it was kind of like a split shift. And, but it was only for like an hour at the end. So in between there, I just went, I grabbed some food, and I actually sat and just read Daniel because I was already reading Because you mentioned uh, there was a worship song that you listened to while, you know, and yeah. you loved it. And I was like, I listened yeah. to it, and I was like, wow. And then you mentioned it's from Daniel. So I, just, I decided to read Daniel, and I was kind of stuck. I hadn't read Daniel in a while. I think I, I read like one to three. Well, I ended up reading three again, and then from that time till it was time to go back to work, I read the whole book. Um and it just kind of blew my mind. It was so detailed, and I was, wow, you read the whole thing. Huh? Yeah, and it was. It made me think about uh, the end times because it kind of mentions it's. A, it was a weird dialogue. It kind of went back and forth between uh, what was happening presently and what was going to happen, or at least that was my interpretation of it. That's kind of what it felt like, and um, just a lot of symbolism and a lot of crazy stuff. And it made me just kind of think of the end times. And just in general. So that's kind of what's been on my mind. And uh, obviously, I don't, I, I don't have any details or anything. But it just it makes me wonder what it's going to look like. You know? It makes me wonder which side you're what the signs, signs are going to be. Because he mentions, you know, one of the last lines in Daniel. And he talks about, you know, because Daniel tries to say, like, what is this going to look like? You know, and he's told, like, you know, you know you'll know. Like, you know, the people will know. They'll, they'll be able to recognize. I'm like, man, what could possibly happen or what could be happening in the world for us to just know mm. <clears throat> so i've just been pondering that and i actually started as soon as i finished reading i was like i gotta know more so i went down that youtube rabbit hole like like youtubing like the end times and like oh man and yeah i didn't get to watch a whole lot because i had to go back but um just interesting you know like what is it gonna look like you know they talk about you know uh there's a specific term in there what was it um, something that has to uh, do with not damnation. What do they call it? Is this ringing a bell to you? Or damnation? Or? No, it's it's not. Oh, man, Who? What, what, are you, what are we talking about? Um, they talk about they talk about the Antichrist oh, in it, okay. but they say he does something. It's and it has like this title, and I, and I try to look into it. Oh, what is it? Desolation. Oh, I think that's it. Something of desolation. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. But either way, it was just this term, and it's just very interesting. I was like, what could that specific event be? Because they say, after this happens, you're going to know. And they mentioned like 1,390 days or something weird. Like, it's just, it's very specific, and it just kind of blew yeah, my man. mind, and it made me wonder. Anyways, I'm rambling. No, but, I don't think you're rambling. I but, think it's um, pretty interesting. Yeah, and like, it, I just, I want to know more, so I, I plan on doing some more research when I can. It was just so cool. 
I've always been fascinated by that. You know that. Like, I, like I think the second book ever fully read was Revelation. It's just wild. <laughs> yeah, I just loved it. And like, uh, even before I was a believer, I, I read some of the Left Behind series, not even knowing what it was really about, yeah. and, I, and I loved it. I fell in love with it. And I actually want to read the whole series still. I think I read like the first and second I book. We have those here. That's so cool. I'd love uh, to borrow those. I'm at the library. Nice. Heck yeah. That's I mean, cool. here in the church. Public um, library playlist. Um. So, <laughs> so I know this is a long one for me, so I'm, I apologize no, good, ahead man. of time, but uh, just got me thinking, like, man, how crazy is that? that there's going to be a point in time when people know, and when people know, that's when all this craziness is going to start to happen, and, like, it makes me wonder, because I know people, have, I've heard so many news articles and, and just videos of people going, we're currently in the end times, and we're currently there, and or people are like, no, it's not going to happen until, you know, blah, 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 but it's just just interesting so that's been cool um the rest of my week before that has been uh a little hectic um especially with just trying to balance life in general Mm because it can always seem like i feel like you can kind of hit this weird uh place where you feel like you're doing good but then a speed bump comes and that speed bump even if it's small can feel like it causes you to stumble and when you stumble everything else doesn't stop moving so you're like ah trying to play catch up all the time yeah so I guess I can kind of feel like I'm playing catch up a lot of my, excuse me, a lot of my life. So uh, just trying to, I guess, be content with where I am and know that I'm trying to push and be better. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what it may look like, um, just trying to rest. You know, and and be in a good place. So it's been a challenge, but I think I've gotten better over time. I mean, obviously, I think we can all have our times where we tend to, you know, slip back a little, and we can, you know, fall into these. You've mentioned like patterns before, like we can fall into these weird patterns sometimes, but I guess that's just a gold mine. You know, break those patterns, you know, be better, be positive. Like, you know, like I think I actually messaged uh, a chat yesterday and said, Man, I was feeling inspired. I was. I read all that Daniel. I was like, Man, this is just so good. Because even like, even just after reading, I can just feel that positivity inside of me. Like, I, I felt the spirit. And um, I was like, Man, like, we've already won. Like, why am I so, why am I so stressed why am i so sad sometimes so it was just good so sorry for the ramble <laughs> but that's been my week yeah and um, how are you i did it i wonder if think about the production guys freaking out right now uh i uh are we good okay um Moving on. So, this has happened before. It's okay, guys. We got oh, yeah. a production crew. They're mm-hmm. awesome. That's right. Um, and we have filmed, I will never forget, they don't know this. <laughs> but we That's filmed right. an entire episode. The infamous it was like, early days. It's probably like episode two. Two or three. And yeah. it was a 45-minute episode that wasn't filmed. Nope. <laughs> because at the time, we just tried to do it ourselves and didn't have anyone monitoring. It was a disaster. So. Oh, yeah. Back to it. Yeah, man. I, uh, a couple things. One is funny, but I'll tell that after the serious part. I think that the idea of patterns, breaking patterns, yeah. I definitely get that. Um, I kind of caught myself saying the same thing as you as far as like when I say how my week's going. I don't ever want being real to naturally equate with sharing all the terrible stuff in my life. Right. Um, but sometimes that feels like the most real thing because those are the things you don't really talk about to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know. So I started thinking about the same thing. In my car, this is going to sound ridiculous, in um, my pedometer in front of it I just wrote the word positive and I have it sitting there 
because I want to be positive and I'm probably not naturally like that. I'm very excitable. I'm very passionate. I can be, I'm the type of guy that thinks I can do anything or any, you could do anything. You know that, like if you said you want to be an MLB player right now, I would say, all right, let's do this. Like you can Mm -hmm. do it. But when it comes to just day to day, I don't know if it's, maybe it's making an excuse, the leader that I'm always looking for problems or just the way I, I, I see my cup is half full instead of, um, I mean, sorry, half empty instead of half full. Right. But I tend to probably not be positive. Um, so I get that. And I, I I think through that a lot too. You know, how am I reflecting the joy of Christ to not only unbelievers, mm. this is something that's been convicting, but to my brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm. How do I appear to them? Because that matters. And sometimes I think, I don't know if we is, or me, you know, I think about that. If I act happier around at the gas station with the attendant, which you know, that's kind of a weird ministry. I'm very passionate about being kind to gas station attendants because people are so mean to them. Like, if I'm better with those people and I'm so joyful and I try and I'm positive and I'm like smiling, why is it when I come around you guys Mm. from my church or people that I know are Christians, I'm like, everything is so terrible. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that I do that. I wonder if something just popped in my head just now. I wonder if that's I think just people because... do that, by the way, a lot. Oh, yeah. You know it's a pet peeve of mine. You know, mm-hmm. when you come into, you know, we have some staff and interns and stuff here, and they're awesome. But one of the things, you know this, we yep. went to a program that we worked on early on, was like, listen, when you're on, when you're serving, it's not about, you know, sometimes you act a way you don't feel, not even for yourself, but for the mm-hmm. people around you. That's right. Because that's contagious, right? That kind of mood. So if you come in like, hey... Yeah, I love Jesus too, man. Let's go do this. Like that's different than like, hey, yeah, it's good that's to see right. you. Absolutely. And I don't think I want to live out of that more often. You know, me that, too, that man. Joyful. That's so good. I think sometimes I allow the mood of others so, to affect me. It's so easy to do. Yeah. Too. Instead of you know. Yeah. Very, which drives me crazy. <laughs> me too, because I know I can I can definitely catch the mood of a room and it, it can rub off on me. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think people and this is like I don't mean this arrogantly, it's convicting. I confess it. I think I can influence a mood. People have told me that. Like I can walk into a room and influence a room. I've been challenged on this and, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I live out of that awareness and I make sure to try to change the temperature in a positive way. Right. You know? I want to make sure that mm-hmm. I do that. So I definitely get that. I want to catch those times when I'm just in a pattern. Right. You know. Do you think So that being said, I am in a I'm in a great mood. When non-believers. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Do you think, uh, and this this kind of hit me, because you mentioned non-believers, like the whole gas station thing and all that. Not that every gas station is a non-believer. I just mean people, people I don't know for sure are. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's definitely broken. Oh, hey, oh there we go. Perfect. <laughs> good for storage. Yeah. yeah. Fold right <laughs> up. <laughs> um, you know we script this. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Page four. Yeah. Todd hits Mike. Falls over. <laughs> thinks he breaks it. Waste ten minutes. Yeah. Do, do you think when when we are uh, just kind of out and we're in a situation like that with someone who isn't a believer, or we at least maybe assume they're not a believer, and we act that that way? Like, do you think that's us kind of like trying to save people? Like, I don't think. Sense? Yeah, I don't think I do that. I, mm-hmm. I mean, certainly, but I. Dude, this is tough. Yeah. I, like, like, I try to. That. I yeah. want to love them. So like, for instance, let me give you that example. Like why I'm passionate about this. Um, fast food, I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, people treat 
those people like they aren't human. Mm. I've heard them talk to them like dogs. They, you know, why can't you idiot? Why can't you run this this way? And for some reason, man, I want to come in there and I tell myself, I'm going to be a light to this person. I'm going to like make them feel good. I'm going to love them. I'm going to let them know I appreciate them, that they're seen. Because sometimes when you work those positions, yeah, and I've worked fast food, you don't exist. You're just the hamburger giving machine or you're the gas swiper, you know, card swiper. So, right. so what I'm really doing is, I'm honest, is I'm loving like Jesus told me. I'm loving them. Mm. But then I don't carry that same mindset sometimes into the people that are closest right. to me. Why is that? That's, I don't, so I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Actually, I do know a little bit. It's always easier to love the love people you don't have to see every day, mm. because you don't you deal don't with their, their right. negativities. They don't hurt your feelings. They don't it's all irritate surface. you. Yeah, that makes sense. So man. that's not bad. But I want to carry that all the time, and I know yeah. that I can't. And I need. And I'm going to do that because you know we all should do that. We should tr- strive to be a light to everyone, including our fellow lights, like our fellow. That's- the people close to us. And it's really good. It doesn't even have to be other Christians if you're in here and you're not. It could be, we're talking about your family. You know, are you as kind? It. I've always noticed this. Isn't it funny that we treat our coworkers better than our family? We treat our coworkers better than our friends. Why is that most of the time? Um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I want to I flip that around. So let's flip it around real quick. Let's do the flip. Come on, America. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Mentioning America reminds me of the 4th of July. It's a good episode. <laughs> you guys should go watch it if you haven't. It's, yeah. it's like Probably five minutes straight of laughing. That's great. Yeah, those are good days. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So yeah, dude, that's, I don't know, that's such a good, what a cool thing you brought up. Like, Yeah, man, and, and I say it because I need to, I want to, I want to do better, so I want to, you know, share that with you guys too, that by the way, we all have things we're going to grow in, and another yeah. little mini thing I'm going to encourage you is sometimes some of you out there and some of us, we're so filled with self-hatred, and it's going to sound weird. There, there are people out there that are so filled with self-hatred and have don't like themselves that on the surface, though, they appear like they're never wrong. They don't do anything wrong. They can't handle hearing that they did anything wrong. But the truth of that is, is because, because they already dislike themselves, anything that proves that imperfection to the world that shows a sign of it, they have to uh, reject. They have to say, no, that isn't true. Because otherwise, it makes all those thoughts inside their head true. Right. You know what? We're all messed up. And by messed up, I mean we have things we're working through. So, like, it's okay. I'm confessing that to you guys. I want to be better. And it's okay for you to have things in your life that you want to be better at. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that everything about you is bad. It just means that we're all on a journey. Um, you know, and me as a Christian, I want to, I'm always on a journey to be more like Jesus and more like what he told me to be. Some of that's on me, but the vast majority of it is the Holy Spirit just doing it in me. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure that I'm doing my part to try, you know, yes. not carrying the weight in a heavy way. Because then there are people out there that are like, I've got to fix everything. I'm not saying that either. Right. So, yeah, it's okay to have things you're growing in. God loves you anyway, which is wild. Now for my funny story. Speaking of revelation, I think I've told you this. Fourth grade, I remember this clear as day. <clears throat> I had a friend named Joe who asked me to go stay the night with another friend of his. Now I knew the kid. His name was Chris. So we went over to Chris's and we stayed the night. Now it was kind of cool because in the backyard, Chris had like old, his dad or someone, I don't remember, dude. I didn't know the guy that well. Old cars that weren't running. So we decided to camp inside these cars, like stay the night in the cars. That's actually awesome. Yeah, I thought so too. It's a nice night. I still remember the stars. So we start talking. Time to pause the story. We'll come back to this. 
If my mom's watching, she'll probably be upset at this. <laughs> I was going to just come up with a family member that doesn't make sense. When I was a kid, and I don't know why she did this. It's probably me asking questions, but in my mind, it was her just picking a Bible up. Uh -huh. We didn't go to church or anything. And saying, hey, everyone, I want to read to you from the Bible. And she flips to Revelation as a young child. Now, most likely, she didn't do this. I probably asked a question. But I remember her talking to me about Revelation. We like read it and it was like, and the trumpet shall sound and hell hath come. You know, and I'm like, so that was like a year before. I all think that was the Bible. And I was like, dude, God's coming back and he is not happy. Oh, so man. I'm now we flash forward to Chris's backyard. Okay. I don't know this guy. Now, here's the thing. I'm pretty bold and stuff now. And I probably was then to a degree, but not really. Like, I didn't. Like to stay the night. I think I told you this. I ran away numerous times from people I stayed the night with. Yeah. Like I literally ran. I have a lot of stories about that. Maybe another time. But I was a runner. So I didn't do it a lot if I didn't know the person. So I'm in this car. And I remember I was like, oh, this is cool, man. I'm hanging with my boys in a car, right? Got a suit bag, stars. We start talking about Revelation in the oh, Bible. Because they went to the church sometimes. I right. did not. And I'm like, yeah, man. And they're like, yeah, I hear this is going to happen. There's going to be these giant... Praying mantis, horse-sized praying mantis is the head of a human or all weird stuff. You know, that's what I remember. Uh -huh. All of a sudden, I hear what, to me, there is no doubt, is the horn of judgment flow through the air. And I'm like, so immediately, I'm like, what is that? They're like, no, man, calm down. I was gone. Got on my bike. It's about three in the morning. And I rode home in the fourth grade. <laughs> Fast as I could because I had to get back to my family before the judgment seat of Christ came down or whatever I thought, you know, as a kid. So I'm riding through town and it's so weird, man. It's like a hor like a weird movie because I come from a small town, um, but you know, downtown there's still bars and stuff, so there's like neon lights. And you're a little kid. I shouldn't. I'm past curfew. I'm in fourth grade and I'm literally on the other side of town. So like, if I live here. This is way over here, and it's split by it. railroad tracks and everything. So I'm like riding, and I'm like going through the alley, and I'm looking, and it's like a cartoon, and I'm like seeing these flashing lights, and I'm like, Ugh. so I make it home, and I'm like, finally, I get home, and I knew that my mom and dad would not be happy about this. <laughs> so I get up, I put my bike, I go inside, and we had like this little, I don't know what you call them, a seasons room or whatever. So you, I go in, and I go to open the door, it's locked. I'm like, oh god. So. Uh, oh Lord. So I, it's locked. I can't get in. I don't want to knock on the door though. It's winter by the way, Ugh. but I don't want to knock on the door because my parents are going to be enraged that I rode home <laughs> in the middle of the night through town. So I sleep in the seasons room in the frigid cold, just huddled with the shoes and whatever else. So I wake up the next day and my mom's like standing over me and she goes, how'd you get home? I, I told, I mean, I did not tell the revelation thing. In fact, to this day, she doesn't know why. Cause I think I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, you know, I just didn't feel good. And she goes, well, how'd you get home? I said, uh, Chris's mom. She goes, oh, that's cool. Well, how'd your bike get here? And he, I was like, she put it in her car. She goes, oh, you know, I, I said, she's like, are you sure? I'm like, yep. That, she goes, you didn't ride, ride home? I'm like, nope. She goes, you know what? I'm going to call Chris's mom and thank her for going that extra mile and giving you a ride home. And I was like, no, you don't need to do that. <laughs> she's like, no, I really want to. And I'm like, no. And I was like, I didn't do it. I rode across town. <laughs> Dude, no joke. That was the most trouble I ever got in as a kid. I was grounded forever. And it was not because I rode through town. It was because I straight lied to her face. Oh, man. So, that long boring story is to say, what was that horn? As an adult, it was a train. <laughs> as an adult, it was. it was a train. Uh, but I'm telling you, dude, the stark fear 
that I had in my heart. And like I would still come up periodically as a oh, as a man. kid. So honestly mm-hmm. though, man, Enjoy. what a <laughs> sometimes since I've gotten to know you better, just when you tell about your life, you just had a crazy life. Your life I was is a wild man, dude. <laughs> it just as blows my mind continuously yeah. the crazy things that happened. But we lost like forty five people there. But I wanted you guys to know. <laughs> Speaking of trumpets and horns and all these things, have you seen those videos of people who are just standing in these random places and you can hear those horns, yep. those trumpets sounding? That's actually creepy. It's a weird thing. That's true. I don't even like what what could that even be? There's some people that think it's signs of the uh that we're in that, right? You can look it up on YouTube. Uh, yes. Type in like trumpets sounding in the sky or something like yes. that. There's a lot of videos of it. And people are standing in like the most random places, and it's, it's, it's you can hear it. Day. Yeah, yeah it's freaky. I don't know. Who knows what it is? Where I really landed as an adult is we're literally not going to know. Jesus said there's signs, but at the same time, he mm-hmm. goes, "It's going to be like a thief in the night." You know, it's going to be you're just mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna be out. People are gonna be working out in the fields and boom. So, what a, man, it just yeah. blows my mind because it makes me wonder because there's so many stages. And that's one thing I didn't realize. That Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many different stages of all that, right? And um, it just, wow, it, it's so intriguing. And I have no, wow. <laughs> As you can tell, we are struggling with content today. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, man. That was my stories about Revelation. What a, so, I don't know. It's yeah, a odd, hard segue, isn't it? It is hard You want me to get us out of here? Sure. Hey, guess what? We're going to move on to a couple questions. That works. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So what we're going to do, since we don't have any new ones, is Real Talk actually sprang, sprung, I always get confused on that, uh, out of a sermon series we do at our church ongoing every 6 to 12 weeks mm-hmm. in which we... That link goes up, and the congregation can interact live with said that so emphatically with us, and we answer them there on the spot. So because of that, there's a lot. There are questions that we've never answered on our um, web series. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go ahead and go go ahead and answer a few of those. I'm excited. So I have to grab my phone. Because uh, these no prep, not a single prep. For nope, this. nothing. Oh boy, this is gonna be interesting. Oh, the, the. While you're looking. Yeah, thank you for buying time. Um, yeah, while you're looking. I don't know, man. It's just so interesting. The end times just intrigue me, man. <laughs> this guy's back can't, to the I, end times. It is. I just, I can't get past it. There's this, this weird part of me that's just like, man, uh, it'd be such a terrifying time, but wow, how crazy it'd be to be a part of it. Maybe we will be. I have no idea. It's just crazy. I'm hoping. I mean, I pre-trip, post-trip, a lot of people, that's a theological discussion about whether... Those that are believers will be taken before the tribulation or after right. or whatever else. So I have my own thoughts. I don't need to tell you what very, I think on it. Very interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. We got the one. Well, I'm just picking one of these here. I mm-hmm. need you to buy some more time. So. Yeah. You know, when it comes to buying time, you <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I was going to try to do one of your fancy things where you can just make an ad out of anything. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not good yeah. at it, though. I was going to try to do it, but I couldn't think of a name for the company of buying time. But, you know, what about timeshares? Let's talk about timeshares next week. Rip off. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's start with a softball here. <laughs> this is the first time someone had visited our church. First time I've been in church for several years. Okay. Does this make me a bad person? And has God stopped looking over me? Mm. 
Man, what a real question. Um, no, I don't think that that's the case at all. Um, for me, I didn't start going to church till I was, you know, 20, 21. I don't remember. I think it was 20. Um, and before that, I can, now that in hindsight, I can see that God was always poking his head in and out of my life. I just didn't understand it. And that was him loving me, um, despite not even believing in his existence. Um, so no, just because you haven't gone to church for years, or even if you did go to church and then you stopped and you came back, at the end of the day, God's always looking for restoration. He's always looking to bring you closer to him. So during that time, you know, he was working his magic, honestly. That's the only way I can put it. Like, And you came back, and it's just, uh, I think of the terminology of, you know, the great shepherd, and when one of his sheep leaves, he, hmm. he leaves... He leaves that pack to go find that one. And when he does, they rejoice. Um, and you were one of them. Um, so that's so cool. Um, what was the other part of the question? I'm sorry. Um, does he? Does God still look over them? Oh, yeah. Absolutely still looks over you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what I would say is, listen, before we start about church or anything else, you know, are you a Christian? You got to be honest with yourself about that. Um, it's kind of become a big popular thing, but there's some truth to this phrase. Are you a fan or a follower of Jesus? Mm. A lot of people would say they don't have a problem with Jesus, and they probably don't. They think he's awesome and a good guy, but have you given your life to him? Hmm. Have you um, accepted him as your Savior and your King and your Lord? All of those things. And what does that mean? You follow him. So, you know, I put it this way. Um, going to church doesn't make you a Christian, but Christians go to church. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian, but Christians go to church. And that sounds kind of... Think about it and you'll, you'll get it. You know, someone that's following recognizes, and this is coming from someone that uh, in the younger days of my faith, you know, I became a believer later on in life. I know most of you know that, but just in case there's someone watching. And for many years, I didn't go because I was under that same line. What I missed mm. out on was the, the gifts my brothers and sisters had, the pushing. I think I would have matured faster as spiritually being mm. around others who sharpen you. The Bible says that too, right? So yeah, I think... Um, you know, you certainly need to ask yourself why you're not going. Is it because you're hurt and you've been, you've had things happen that have kind of pushed you away from the church? What that happens sometimes? Is it because circumstances, or is it because you just didn't want to go because you didn't want to be held accountable? Hmm. Um, so yeah. But other than that, absolutely, God still loves you. And if you're a Christian, you put your faith, He loves you, and He loves you. And if you're not, but um, as far as watching over you, yeah. Hmm. But good. but don't you know? I always. I caution that because I don't want someone to think, oh, well, I can just come and go. Like the bigger issue here is where are you with Jesus? Where you know where do you believe he is who he said he was, and have you put your faith in him? And are you following him? Hope that makes sense. <laughs> Moving on. Moving. Moving on Walking. It's an old. You know that was one of the weirdest things you've ever done, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I just want to make sure you knew that. This is a great episode. <laughs> it's the worst we've ever had. <laughs> uh I should probably let you read one of these, huh? Sure. Uh, how about this one here? How about uh, 471? 471. Should be the right there in your face. (laughs) Number 471. What do you do if you feel like your marriage isn't what you thought it would be, or what is it supposed, or what is it supposed to be? What does the Bible say to do about this? What is it supposed to be? Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't what you thought it was or what it is was supposed to be. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to make sure. What, um, this is a tough thing. We, you know, I've... This is tough. Yes. So marriage is a beautiful thing. 
and it's supposed to, at its best, it is a picture of the relationship Christ has with the church, right? Um, in general, that, that kind of love, that oneness, uh, all of those things. It's a very serious thing, the Bible says, hmm. to become one flesh, um, physically, spiritually, all those things. So if it's not what it's supposed to be, I would focus on being the spouse, the best spouse you can be. Mm. Because the real truth of the matter is, and I know there's some people, I say this so, so, with so much empathy and so much understanding, because I think when I was younger, I was so <laughs> uh, driven and passionate and just deal with it. And I understand there are people who are in really tough situations, yeah. who in a way were almost lied to. Um, which we can come to that in a minute. You know, they thought the person was one way and then they found out they weren't. Mm -hmm. um, what? Uh, I think, I think you're right on right now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I got a weird call right in the middle of that. So um, that being said, uh, what does that mean? It means that... Um, what should you do in that case? Well, like I said, I think all you can do is control yourself. Yep. Definitely pray for them. Um, if your spouse is a believer, I would have a discussion with them. And sometimes even then, though, they're not willing to repent. I would lean on people that are close to you. Um, because the interesting thing is the call for each spouse is independent on the faithfulness of the other. That's right. So <clears throat> that's why it's such a beautiful picture. You know, when we aren't faithful to Christ, he is still faithful to us. When we don't love Christ he's in, in, our, in those moments, he still loves us. Yes. Um, so that's easier said than done. I get mm. that. Um, but I can tell you this. God is a God of hope and a God of restoration. And um, don't give up because I've heard Absolutely. the stories. It's so good, man. It makes you wonder if people uh, who go into marriage, I wonder if they, if they actually put the value on the person more than the marriage itself. Does that make sense? Ooh, that's good. Yeah, like, a lot of times people put also their focus is what they're getting. Yeah, and here's the crazy thing, man. I don't. It's it's really about what you're giving. Mm-hmm. You know, I think too with with um, that this kind of leads to a different thing. Uh, we I don't think we should be scared of marriage, but I think you need to to make sure. You know, I know people who have married people. Let's say believers. Mm-hmm. Um, who have married believers, but there was no real evidence the other person was a believer beyond the fact that they said, oh yeah, I, I'm a believer. Yep. And then you find out that the two of you are are not uh, equal in the way you approach your faith, and that's going to make it really tough. I hope I'm making sense here, people in the room. I think, I think yeah. so, yeah. So I think, you know, I guess with that warning kind of is, those of you that are single or in a relationship or looking for marriage, are you make sure you're fine, you find someone who is as committed to the idea of a Christ-centered marriage or a marriage that is self-sacrificial yes. um, as you are or or wants the same things as you. That's right. And that's both genders, okay? I've well, seen it both amen. ways, men and women. So, But once you're there, you know, um, till death do us part, that's a real thing. We have a close friend that's getting ready to get married this week and it kind of just, um, you know, I've gotten to know both of them and I know one thing beyond anything, uh, anything else is that both of them love the Lord and want to do the right thing and I think that is more indicative of anything yeah, else. Absolutely, that's the driving force, man. Because when you're when you're going after that love, the fruits are gonna show, like like they're gonna be produced, man. And that again, it doesn't matter what the other person is doing. That's gonna be real love. You're gonna show real love to that person through that faith, yeah. Um, and those actions 
that are based out of faith. Um, so tangible advice, I want to make sure I really answer sure, this. One, sure. I hope you go to your spouse and you feel comfortable talking to them um, if there's a real issue. If they reject that, um, let's say they are a member of a church. You know, at a certain point, if they reject it over, you can go to you know go to a pastor, go to someone close to them, mm. and, and get them involved. Ask them to go to counseling. If they reject all that, let's assume you literally are in a situation where they don't want to work on it. You know, and you're just man, that's tough. And that's where you focus on being, man, being Christ to them. And that's powerful because you go look at how the people treated Christ whom he was loving. Does that make sense? He's mm-hmm. loved them and they kicked him and spit on him. And, and you're in good company because you're loving when you're not getting. And that's really hard and sad, but it's also a beautiful thing. What an incredible picture of faith, right? To say, so awesome. Jesus, I'm going to keep doing this because you told me to, not even because this other person deserves it. Mm. Right? I don't know. I think that's a beautiful Shit, thing. And I've seen it. I've seen it happen. You know, we've seen people like that's that right. in it's our own so, lives, it's in our own so churches. It's so much beauty, man. Sure. It's literally, it, it's a literal reflection of what Christ has done for us. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. Interesting episode, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's Honestly, go though, more. like, I feel like this is one of the best just because this is just us being us, man. Like, I appreciate this. All right. Last I said one. that. Hey, I wanted to do 10 today. Oh, we're doing 10? All right. <laughs> Stick around. Three hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a long time to render. Oh, man. Um... Sorry, guys. We did, you know, we expect to have questions, so I'm just going to pick one. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the wrong reason I was going to make Okay, here's a good one. Okay. Uh, if I have an issue with someone in the church, meaning your church, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, although I think this is good for the world. If I, if I have an issue with someone in the church, I've talked to them about it, but I still don't like them. How can I continue loving them even though I don't like them? Man, that's you're right. This can help with anybody. This um, could be work. This could be anything. Mm-hmm. I think you have to find the definition of what love is. And when I think of Jesus, you know, when he was being beat, ah, uh, man. He just, it reminds me of what he says. Actually, I'm going to rewind, even actually take it a step even farther back from when he's, before he's being beaten and all that. When they actually go to take him, and he says, nobody takes my life from me, I'll lay it down. I think of that, and I think we can do that with everybody in a, in a sense, you know. And that doesn't mean you obviously have to get punched in the face repeatedly and do all these things and, you know, be spat on. But um, I think you can learn from that um, when it comes to something that's actually tangible, you know. If you don't like this person, lay your feelings down and just love them the best you can. You know, um, what what can that look like? Um, don't be mean to them, and not saying you, you would be, but you know, don't don't provoke, don't provoke the issue to go farther, or go deeper. You know, um, support support them in whatever you can. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of a time in my life where this might have happened to me. Um, I would say don't even avoid them, you know, unless unless something like crazy is happening, like you don't have to avoid them because that can also just cause more friction, you know, love them the best you can. That's mm. that's tangible, the best, well, the best I can do tangibly. <laughs> mm. um, I really like what you said, um, don't avoid them, mm-hmm. things like that. Trying to find these, I think a couple things come up. One is that you said, what is, what is love? Yeah. You know, as Christians, we know... <clears throat> 
um, that love is an action, not a feeling. That's right. So here's the beautiful thing. Uh, you don't have to feel it mm -hmm. to love them. That's right. When, when God tells us to love someone, I think sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves and think ourselves and think something's wrong with us because we're not feeling it. So we're like, something's wrong with me. Or we go, I have to you know, feel love for this person. Otherwise, something's wrong with me. No, it's the action. God knows that um, that you know we're not gonna feel that sometimes. Hmm. So Matthew, I want to show read this. I think this is a powerful verse too. Okay. Buy some time. Oh, we're to buy Matthew, time. Matthew, I can buy time by talking very slowly about the verse. Matthew chapter 5. Go ahead, take your Bibles out, folks. And verse 38. Nice. Five, um, Matthew 5, verses 38 through, I think, 40, 44. Um, it says, You have heard, this is Jesus, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, don't resist an evildoer. On the contrary, if someone slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. As for the one who wants to sue you and take away your shirt, let him have your coat as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to the one who asks you and don't turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. 43, here we go. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. This is just love Jesus, man. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Um... And then he goes on in 46 to say, For if you love those who love you, what reward will you have? Don't even the tax collectors do the same? And that means the people they consider to be some of the worst. Yeah. And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing out of the ordinary? That's what anyone would do. Don't even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore your heavenly Father is perfect. So starting there, I love that. He's saying, so you love people you like? The murderers do that. Mm -hmm. you, you love people that are nice to you? Anyone's going to do that. You want to be different, and he flat out says this. What are you doing out of the ordinary? Jesus. And he says, I want you to be more than ordinary. You have my spirit. Follow me. He's saying, love your enemies. That's that's something crazy. So um, I think that's incredible. I love it because he says, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Hmm. Um, and I'm going above in case anyone's confused. So I'm supposed to let people slap me. No, he's using that as an illustration to how far you should go to love someone. That's right. You know, when someone hurts you, you still love them. When someone takes, you know, you, you still want good for them. You still um, love them. So what is love? So that's the one thing. I'd say that's pretty clear. If you need to love your enemies, that means that person in church or your coworker, whoever you don't like, you still got Excuse me, still got to love them. So what is love? You said it. You ready? 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Everyone uses it at weddings, but it's very powerful. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love keeps no record of wrong. Mm -hmm. Love desires what's good and doesn't want what's evil. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You want, um, that's how we should love our enemies. It doesn't mean I'm going to be best friends with them. But it means right. that, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's what we do. Hopefully I didn't preach too long on that. No, man, that was, that was awesome. I love when you do that stuff. Hey, God's cool, man. Good episode. Been a very comfortable, non-awkward episode. <laughs> it's been a good one. I you better you. believe it. You, you better believe it. I don't know if we keep saying it, if it really makes it true. All right. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Uh, you got anything you want to say? You want to try the speech today? You want me to go first and you say the speech? Sure. Go ahead and get the speech. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Um... Like our Facebook page. Man, this he's really good at this. It's amazing. Are you going to do me now? Oh, nice. yeah. I love it. I can't wait. Yeah, All go the pressure's go on. our Facebook page. Uh, like our Facebook page. It's uh, You can click like. See first. Yeah, that's what you do to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's true. Sorry. I told you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. uh, see first. Uh, 
Oh, follow too. You have to follow and then see first. Um, boy, man. Join us on Thursdays at 9 p.m. for Real Talk Live. What is Real Talk Live, may I ask? It's a live Q&A session on Facebook. Ooh, I like that Q&A. Hey. Um, join us for our segments that we do, which is Random Roulette. We also do Real Random. We usually start the show with Real Random. It's been a – really, it's just been a, a contest. A hot, hot segment. Hey, look at him go. I'm the charming guy now. Hey, I'm the funny guy. Sorry. <laughs> Um, join us for that. We usually just eat hot stuff, but we, you know, maybe one day we'll do something different. Unless you guys are just, you know, we usually get recommendations and people try to kill us. That's just what it is. But yeah. it's entertaining, so come sure. join join us for that. We also have Remnant Roulette where we ask you a question, you answer that question, and boom, you can win a prize. You get put into a drawing, we draw you, and we'll send you something cool. Um, what else do we do? Ah, Sunday services. Come join us on Sundays. We're an evening church. So for all those of you who make excuses because it's too early in the morning, come here because we don't do it in the morning. Um, yeah, mic drop. Uh, our, we have a free community meal we do every week from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Come eat some free food. You can even leave afterwards, but you won't. <laughs> That's a Todd thing. Look at that. Dude. Hey, it's a nice thing. Hey. <laughs> um, and then we also have service from 6 to 7.15, 7.30-ish. Uh, so come hang. We really appreciate you guys to come uh, check us out. Ooh, that was, that was awful. I don't know what I just hey, said. Hey, listen to me. But You're doing good, except when you keep stopping to say it's awful. Yeah, move on. Anyway, <laughs> move on. Um... And that's, that's about the spiel, I think. Just yep. about everything. The only thing I would add is the links up above are active mm-hmm. all the time. 24-7, 365, www.theremnant.live.real-talk. Mm-hmm. Ask your questions. As you can tell, we need them. So topics, questions. So it can be questions, but it can also just be topics. Hey, guys, what do you think about, we did this earlier, Kanye West yep. coming a Christian. What do you think about this? You know, uh, Hey, we'll discuss it. We would love to have those conversations with you. Mm. Also, the link above to, I said it again, uh, or I said it once, I'll say it again. Guys, I know you zone out towards the end, but hear this. We need your support, and that means some financial stuff. No, we don't yes. have jets or Corvettes or anything of the sort. I promise. We just want to get cooler stuff for you guys and also um, make sure that we can keep doing these. So, www.theremnant.live slash give. We make it easy. Go to Real Talk and go ahead and submit it, and we would uh, we really appreciate that. Yes, we would. Um, like and share, like he said. Other than that, uh, we you know I know we get goofy guys, and listen, we're human. Clearly, I know it's hard for them to see. Understand? <laughs> yeah, we are not perfect, but we really do love this. We enjoy it. We hope you guys do too. And again, you can also comment below. Yes. We'll interact with those. We'll like them. We'll talk. We'll have a good time. Um, if you have any thoughts, just consider it a conversation. We would love That's even right. about the questions that were asked. Um, other than that, I don't think there's anything else. I think that's everything. Hey, we truly do love you guys so much. We appreciate you, and we hope you have a great day.